0: Whether the weather be cold or whether the weather be hot? Well, weather the weather, whatever the weather, whether we like it or not.
1: first week of spring, 1995, I'm standing under my apricot tree in my backyard, which is covered with new white blossoms, and I'm about to hang up the piano tapes for the first time. We're coming to the second site for suspending the piano tapes, the Sturt Creek, and there's quite a good flow in the creek.
2: in the back of his mind. A man finds himself attending a conference in a strange city. The only flight he could get has brought him to the city a day early and he's been killing time all day. Now night is falling. He sits alone in his hotel room, having also dined alone in the overpriced restaurant downstairs. There are 32 channels on the in-house television. Sports, news, cartoons, porno. 32 channels. Everything. The man flicks through each one, never resting more than two minutes on each. Any longer than two minutes and he knows the entertainment will be charged to his room. He turns off the television. The man has not put the lights on and the room begins to get dark. Even when the sky is black, and the major road five floors below him is swirling with lights, he keeps the room in darkness. Earlier that day, wandering around without any particular direction, he found himself at a marina. There was a strong wind blowing, and the steel ropes and guys were jangling against all the mastheads. He took out the miniature tape recorder he uses at conferences and pressed the record button. Now the room is completely dark. The man lies down on his bed. He puts on his headphones and plays back the tape. He feels like he's on a raft, he feels he's moving, exposed to the sea and the sky. doesn't close his eyes, but keeps them fixed on the Seven Sisters, on late-setting booties, and on the bear, which men also call the wane, and which turns round and round where it is, facing Orion, and alone never dips into the stream of Oceanus, for Calypso had told him to keep this to his left. seven and ten he sails over the sea, and on the 18th the dim outlines of the mountains on the nearest part of the Phaeacian coast appear, rising like a shield on the horizon.
0: the wind is in the north, the skilful fisherman goes not forth. When the wind is in the east, it's neither good for man nor beast. When the wind is in the south, it blows the bait in the fish's mouth. When the wind is in the west, then it's at the very best.
1: I'm at the Sturt Creek site now and uh, all the grass has dried off. The creek itself has slowed to a virtual trickle. We haven't had any rain for a month or so. Let's see if we can find our tape. I can't actually see it. Oh yes, it's here. Yep. All tangled up and covered in slime, but still in one piece, amazingly enough. Knotted up with gum leaves and twigs. The tape itself Got a kind of a greeny black slime growing on it, and the backing's a bit chipped. So, survived the spring. We'll come back in autumn and see how it's going.
3: What the wood they.
2: The sculptor's workshop is in a drab industrial street. It's brightly painted, with a weather vane and a little windmill outside. Also a strange kind of doll hung up in the doorway. The interior is a jumble of tools, welding equipment, past and yet to be finished projects. Cameron Robbins, the sculptor, drags out a large case and unpacks a spidery machine. A machine with vanes for catching the wind, and arms for converting the wind's motion into drawings.
4: So this is the um, the portable wind drawing machine. Oh, this is one one part of it, and it's it looks like a crate, but you open it up and you find that the machine's actually attached to the walls of the crate. So basically. It all falls apart on hinges, and, and there's all the, all the parts are inside. These need to be um, to set up the wind drawings. And this is the oh, this this is the the, wind, the main wind um, generator. It actually goes on here. I've like got this on the main drive wheel, and basically when the wind blows, that drives the, the main wheel around. And that in turn drives the, uh, the pen mechanism, which is right over here. So when it's really windy, it sort of makes this sort of sound.
2: Wind drawings from the Murray River, from a cliff on the Nullarbor, from Apollo Bay, from Windy Harbour.
4: Yeah, this is this is the Nullarbor selection here. Yeah. That, that, was the, that was the first one from the Murray River. Yeah, on the first night of the trip, that's just very fragile sort of lines. There wasn't much wind down there. It's just in a gully. And there's a big this drawing that was from Port Gibbon in the sand dunes in South Australia on the Eyre Peninsula, and that was yeah, this is an amazing one because it's like a big spiral. It's like a fish doing a loop or Some kind of kite, you know, those Chinese kites kind of curling around. It's got an amazing sort of classic spiral to it.
2: beauty of the vortex, always a similar form, but infinitely various. Chaos suspended in a sealed jar of water.
4: After the years of the wind drawings, which I suppose was about three or four years, which kind of culminated in the sublime trip across the Nullarbor to do the show at Pika in Perth. Um, I just, especially on the Nullarbor, I sort of kept looking out at the willy-willies that I was seeing all the time and observing how the machine was Recording them, and I just really was dying to see a tornado because I just thought that was the real focus of the energy of, that I was studying. As, particularly because I'd had a, an amazing experience with a willy-willy on the on the Murray on a billabong. Uh, we'd just sort of set up camp, and it was a really hot still day, and we just set up camp having a cup of tea, the first cup of tea of the trip. And um, suddenly we just heard this sound it was kind of going, kind of going like this, this sort of sound. And um, we looked up and in the middle of the billabong there was this willy-willy just, just started up and it was actually whipping the surface of the water up. And then it was just, it travelled over towards us. We were just sitting there having a cup of tea, just looking. And this willy-willy hit the shore and then the leaves were, you know, the leaves were going and, um, and it just came straight through our camp. We were sitting, it lifted up my mattress and threw the binoculars at me, like hit, hit me on the legs with the binoculars, bruised my knee and then it went right into the fire sucked all the ashes of the fire completely up into this just big sort of halo of of ashes and uh, threw the billy away and destroyed our cups of tea and then went about ten foot further and just exploded into nothing, there was nothing there I'd always, you know after that the vortex became you know just this this being for me you know like the spirit of, of nature or whatever and so you know, I was just uh, starting to think about actually making something like that you know in a sort of uh, studio version so I could study it at my leisure so um, that led me to make this machine which is called the Sniper Vortex Chambers and um, I'll start up the pumps. and and as we speak the, um, the vortices, the twin vortices in the two bottles, they're starting to form you can see the bubbles coalescing into two skinny snakes and the vortex starting to creep down the length of the bottle so it's actually like it looks like a model of a tornado i like like these things because they're living they're living energy as well i mean they're actually happening at at this time
1: Uh, autumn 96 in the backyard check the tape in the apricot tree the leaves on the apricot are just starting to go yellow um, the tape is still looking pretty good it's starting to lose some of it's shine and over the summer the uh, New branches from the apricot have grown up through it. I'm going to have to prune those branches to get the tape out.
0: Red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning. Red sky at night, shepherd's delight.
3: tonight faces its most serious cyclone threat for years. Cyclone Tracy, officially called a severe tropical cyclone with hurricane force winds, is heading towards the city.
2: Stories from a cyclone.
3: The weather bureau says it's moving very slowly but describes it as small but savage. The bureau expects a cyclone with destructive winds to cross the coast somewhere near Darwin early tomorrow morning.
2: A story that the ants retreated into their nests the day before that insects swarmed against flywire doors, but the birds fell silent.
3: almost the of the land
2: a story that some aborigines left town, saying there was a big wind coming. A story about the revenge of the rainbow serpent.
5: A cyclone is imminent. A few hours of organised family action can turn the odds your way. When a cyclone comes, remain calm and stay inside. Christmas
2: stories. Ornaments dancing and shaking on plastic trees, in houses without roofs.
5: Remove all pictures from walls and all table ornaments. These could be lethal.
2: People are recording the sound of the wind on their personal tape recorders. Storm
5: Additional protection may be obtained by sheltering under tables or beds, especially for young children.
2: Families hugging each other under dining room tables. It's coming, get away.
5: Only go under elevated houses as a last resort. If your home is a caravan, you should seek more substantial shelter.
2: People picked up in caravans and waltzed around in the sky.
5: Batten down your house by making sure all doors and windows are securely fastened or strengthened by diagonal strips of heavy adhesive tape.
2: A woman trying to hold her front door shut flies off into the night, still holding the door.
5: Store drinking water in bathtubs and bottles and check emergency supplies and tools. You may also need water for firefighting.
2: A drunk looking for a party wanders around the streets while whole coconut palms travel horizontally through the air.
5: Anything on your property that could be a windborne missile, including rubbish tins, outdoor furniture, dead branches, toys, and tools, should be anchored or taken inside.
2: Stories. Memories of flying beams punching through bedroom walls and right through beds where people had just been sleeping.
3: Cyclone Tracy may have already bought its first casualties. A Japanese fishing trawler, the Maru Number 15, which left Darwin last night, sent a distress call this morning from the Cyclone Centre. The ship carrying 15 men... Is...
2: Emergency flares out at sea, flying sideways instead of up.
5: on the side away from the wind and remember if the wind drops suddenly the calm eye of the cyclone is probably overhead.
2: A family singing in the eye. Single bells, single bells,
0: single all the way How I find this one horse Hey!
5: Weird red light. I'd just been out into the lounge room and the kitchen and the dining room and it's just a wash with water. It's slowly creeping its way down the passageway. It's just everywhere. It's unbelievable. As the winds will soon resume abruptly with equal violence from another direction, you must shut that window and open another at the far side of the house.
3: Early morning sometime, maybe
2: 3, 3:30. It's very hard to tell. I just wish to God that it would finish. A death dance of galvanized iron sheets, shrieking and sparking down the road.
5: Stop it! Stop it! If the building shows signs of breaking up. Stand in doorways or shelter in the bathroom.
2: Title deeds, marriage certificates, family trees, medical records, insurance policies. Shredded, blended into the leaf storm, scattered inland or swirling back out into the gulf.
5: Keep listening to Weather Bureau messages in case the cyclone curves back.
2: Next morning, silence. Complete silence.
5: This is ABC Radio, back on the air in Darwin. I'd like now to talk to the general populace in Darwin.
2: Sixty-six people dead. Rumours of many more.
5: We know that the Darwin Hospital is functioning on a restricted scale, but they have services going there.
2: 12,000 houses totally destroyed.
5: Beware of fallen power lines.
2: No leaves on any trees. What was green and vertical now grey and horizontal.
5: Tell the authorities of damage. But stay away from the disaster areas unless you are qualified to help.
2: Men in yellow emergency suits trudging through an ocean of debris calling out for survivors.
5: Unless you're on cleaning up operations or on some essential duty, please don't hamper rescue operations by driving around sightseeing. You're just wasting petrol and hampering essential operations.
2: A fridge stuck in the side of a water tower, 40 feet above the ground. Steel and concrete stoby poles twisted into corkscrew shapes. A teddy bear dangling from a frangipani tree. Years afterwards, a wristwatch, suspended in a tree all this time, drops one afternoon into its owner's lap as she sits dozing in a deck chair. She looks up into the leaves. She winds up the watch. It starts working.
1: Well, I can see where the tape is, but I can't get to it because of the flood. The water's well up, and I can see the tree. It's got all sorts of debris matted in it. Sheets of plastic, grass and sticks, and uh, there's even a bone, a cow or something. The tape's there, but I can't reach it.
2: Kangaroo Island fast ferry. The hydrofoil departs from Glenelg at 8am sharp, Monday to Friday, traveling to the land of the dead. 10,000 years ago, it was possible to walk to Kangaroo Island but then rising waters cut it off from the mainland. Somewhere near Kingscote, the island's main town, there is, or once was, a giant swamp oak.
3: dreaming. In the early days of the dreaming, Narundri was poling his canoe, following the great Murray cod called Pondi. Pondi was frightened by the sound of the canoe, and he sped away. The swishing of his great tail made the bends in the Murray River and the wash of the water overflowing the banks made the swamps.
2: currently travelling in roughly a south-southwesterly direction along the uh, Gulf of St Vincent.
5: The land on our left-hand side is the Fleurieu Peninsula which stretches southwards towards Kangaroo Island. Just as we're passing down
2: our left-hand side here, we have the Adelaide suburbs of Brighton and Seacliff. A little further south is the suburb of Pallet Cove. And the cliffs, you can see, were formed by a glacier over 260 million years ago. Deep areas are still clearly visible in the rocks today. The Kaurna Aboriginal tribe inhabited this area until European settlement. And the introduction of farming by Dave Cox and John Pallet.
3: Nirundari had two wives who were sisters and his wives had run away from him. At Karapang, his wives were cooking fish. Nurundari smelt the fish cooking. He put his canoe up into the sky where it formed the Milky Way. Then he walked down to Karapang, but his wives made rafts out of grass trees and reeds and escaped across the lake. Then near Lankawa, he heard his wives' laughter as they were playing in the sea. His wives saw Narundari sitting up on Lankawa and began running along Tankalila beach. In the distance, they could see Kangaroo Island. Kangaroo Island is a place where the spirits of the dead go. At that time, it could be reached from the mainland by walking through the shallows, and the woman headed that way. Neroondri stood on the beach and called out to his wives to turn back, but they wouldn't listen. When they were halfway across, Neroondri called out to the sea to rise. A fierce tide came rushing in, flooding the strait. Throwing aside the net bag she was carrying, the younger sister struggled to swim. The water raged all around and she became weak. She slipped under and drowned. Her older sister swam for a little way, but the waves overcame her and she drowned too. The sisters and their net bag became the three islands known as the Pages. After this time, it was impossible to walk to Kangaroo Island, the island of the spirits. Neroondri crossed over to Kangar Island, the island where we all go. Nearly exhausted, he created a giant swamp oak to rest under. The sound of the wind blowing through the tree caused him to mourn for his wives. He went to the far western end of the island and dived into the sea to prepare his spirit. He cleansed his spirit in the sea, then walked up into the sky, where he became a bright star in the Milky Way. When you die, all of you will dive into the sea, following my example. Then you will go up walking as I did, cleansed. You will follow me into the sky.
0: Wind from the south, wind from the west, can you tell me which is the best?
1: Time to collect the tape from the creek. I can uh, see it there, tied to the stump of the tree. It's almost a year to the day that I put the tape into the creek. The buttercups are out here on the bank, and there's lots of uh, long, green, slimy bits in the water, like hair and green hair trails. Let's see how the tape's gone. At least it's still there. It's... uh, It's here, but... Most of it's gone. Yeah, it's been cut off. There's only about a meter of it left. Tangles up twigs. No. There's only a stub of it left. Well at least the tape's still here under the apricot tree, it's uh, pretty tangled amongst the branches and I'll have to do a bit of pruning to actually get the tape out because the, the tree's grown through the tape over the last year, but that should be easy enough.
0: weather, whatever the weather, wherever we like it or not.